Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As you see, we have another amazing guest. Uh, what's good, guys? My <laughs> Sorry, <name's Aruni. laughs> I kind of threw that at you. All right, go My ahead. My name is Aruni. Uh, I run Chain of Command, a uh, sneaker and vintage store out of Roselle, New Jersey. That's actually out of my basement. Super random. <laughs> random fact. Uh, before we uh, kick it off, guys, I just want to let you guys know, as you guys can see, Darren wasn't here today, but it's just because of like technical issues, not because anything else. I'm going to try to do my best as if he were here with introductions and questions as usual, because, you know, that's my, that's my twin right there. <laughs> that's my twin. But yeah, let's just get right into it. So... I got to ask you, like, I was going to ask you earlier. This is kind of like, I wanted to save this question, but I just thought of it when we were talking bef before the camera turned on. But why haven't, why don't you have a YouTube channel? Uh, Why don't we have a YouTube channel? I eventually want to get one. I guess the one thing with us is, or with me is I'm just like super busy. Like all day, I'm either buying or selling. So Monday to Wednesday, I'm usually like, going out all around to different vintage sellers or people that want to buy, uh, sell stuff to us so that we could sell it over the weekend. Um, so we're, I'm busy doing that Monday to Wednesday and then Thursday to Sunday is when we do the appointments. Um, so usually I'm like fully booked with that. Once uh, I get into like a real store, cause uh, if you guys don't know, my store is actually in my basement, so we're not in like a real store space yet, which is why you have to make an appointment. But once we're able to like get into a big spot and I have employees going and I just have more time to free up, um, I'm definitely going to be looking into that because YouTube's like this shit right now. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how you like get your get people to know the name and want to check it out because they see your experience with other people as well. So definitely want to do that yeah and do you have other partners or is it just mainly you yeah so in the beginning when i started it um it was just it was me and my two other boys bradley and jolin they helped me out like crazy like um what's it called they would help me like get other people to come into the store and kind of help with promoting it like just letting other people know about it and um the only thing is they were like in nursing school so they were like full-time like doing clinics and stuff like that and so they really didn't have the time to like fully invest into the business so they help me like here and there whenever they can when i go to like different shows or if i'm just feeling exhausted that day kind of um they come through and then they just help me sell or like um help me clean up at shows and stuff like that but um for the most part i do everything um besides that that's fire that like your friends were there to help you out and stuff no yeah definitely okay so before we get more into like the, the business you run and all that i feel like we should give people like a sense of who you are right so were you always this fly like in high school middle school were you always <laughs> like this fly or like that's funny um i feel like i got into dressing i would say middle school like uh so it's I, been a while like it's been a minute yeah you definitely know about Jersey Gardens Mall, bro. Of course. That's in my town. <laughs> Yo, when I was in middle school, my mom would just drop me and my sister or, like, me and my friends just off at the mall. And we would just walk through, like, every store. And we were broke as hell, so we would just kind of, like, walk in, leave, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I always loved the clothes. Like, that was my number one reason for going into those stores is kind of just, like, looking at all the stuff that you could possibly wear. 
And so in middle school, like, when I would get some money for, like, birthday or for, like, Christmas or anything like that, it would go right to, like, H&M or it would go to PacSun or mm -hmm. something like that. And that kind of grew through um, high school and stuff like that. And kind of, like, my freshman, sophomore year is when I got into, like, sneaker YouTube and I got into, like, fashion YouTube. I would watch guys like Kais and Richie Lee and stuff like that. Mm. And then they would always talk about, like, different brands. So this is where I went from dressing like packs on h&m to like dressing like supreme fear of god like all like a little bit higher street uh streetwear brands and so that's kind of how i like learned about all that stuff um so i would say yeah like i started like really caring about it like middle school and early high school word i feel like i could say the same yeah. like i definitely feel that that's mad fire honestly that you were on this since you were young yeah but so you said when you were young, your mom used to drop you off at Jersey Gardens and you used to window shop. But did you ever see yourself running your own store one day? Um, when I was younger, definitely not. It was definitely not something I wanted to do. I was like growing up, I was like a full time soccer player. Like, I love that shit. Like when I grew I I thought I was going to be like a big time soccer player growing up. But um, when I, I guess it started when uh. I turned 19. I started working at uh, PacSun at Menlo Park Mall in New Jersey, in uh, Edison, New Jersey. And um, I don't know, I was like a sales lead over there. And I kind of learned how to like become or kind of like how to run a store and like make clothes look nice and folded and like make aesthetics look nice and how to customer service, how to talk to people, how to manage other people and everything like that. And I remember I really liked it and I would think to myself like oh yeah I could become a store manager one day or I could really or I could move up to assistant in a couple of years or something like that um and so that's when I kind of got into like running a store kind of and then um COVID hit and I was kind of just like watching a bunch of podcasts like trying to find like what my next move was um in life and I just started selling stuff on my Depop just to, like, make some extra money and everything like that. And then it kind of snowballed into inviting friends over to check my closet out and um, eventually getting my boys into it, too. And then that's kind of how, like, we really started with Chain of Command. Kind of just snowballed from there. When did you start working at PAX on you, said? Uh It was uh, 2019 around there. Oh, how, 2018. How old are you? Uh, 19. Damn. Yeah. That's mad. Like, I could definitely see how that plays a part mm -hmm. in, like, you know what I mean? Like, you're a lead at a retail store. You know, like I said, like you said, um, you can manage people, talk to people, customer service. So I definitely see how that plays a big role. Super big role. Like, um, before that, I, I didn't really know how to, like... Like, run. Let's yeah, like, run it, kind of, like, or even, like, how to, like, close a sale or, like, um, get someone to buy something or something like that. Um... I started working on that on PacSun. Like, they would kind of be like, listen, guys, like, you have to make goal today. Like, our numbers today are, like, 2,000. Make sure you make five people buy something that's $100. And so I would just kind of go up to people and, like, kind of talk shit and make them buy something. And that kind of, like, helped me to kind of, like, um, be able to sell stuff now. So um, definitely PacSun played a big role in, like, how I run my operation now. Uh, where'd the name Chain of Command come from? 
Um, that's yo. A lot of people ask me that all the time, but like, is anything special, or is like some shit you just thought of? Yeah. So we were kind of thinking of a name that was kind of like, kind of like catchy, or kind of like a phrase that everyone already knew, but um, now will associate it with us, kind of thing. So with the sneaker places, it's usually something like blah 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 kicks or like something mm-hmm. souls like they're yeah, all kind yeah. of the same you know what i mean so i wanted to think of something that didn't even have to do with anything with like fashion or anything like that it would be like an iconic name that once you see it you know it's clothes and you know that it's sneakers without um having to really had, say yeah, yeah without yeah. it saying uh souls or anything like that but chain of command when you think of a chain of command you kind of think of like a hierarchy and so um, there's like people there's like people on top of other people like position wise, mm-hmm. and so um, I think that's the same thing with the clothes in our store. So we have the low level, the low tier stuff like the fifteen dollar um, tees and stuff like that. Then we have the mid tier stuff, and then we have like the heat heat. So it's kind of like a way of saying we have everything. Oh, that's fire! In, like, in like a really weird way, yeah. That's that's a bad fire. That's like, that's like I didn't really think of that, but now that you break it down, like yeah, it definitely needs to get broken down. <laughs> yeah, no, but that makes sense though. I really yeah. Uh, kind of off topic, but what's like the most fire shit you've ever had in your store? And in, in your opinion, the most fire shit we've ever like had. you got these and you're like, yo, I really just bought these. Like this is crazy. Um, I want to give you like the right answer for that because there's been so much stuff. Um, you can name like. Whatever you think, like a couple, it's whatever. Yeah. I know it's mad hard to pick like one thing. Yeah. I have a short memory. So off my recent memory, um, it was actually yesterday. Someone brought me the cactus plant flea market and Nike hockey jersey. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. Did you just post it? Yeah, I just posted it. Yeah, I saw on your story. That one's crazy. Like That's like an iconic piece right there. Like that was like one of the first pieces that kind of got cactus plant flea market like going crazy was that nike collab oh yeah, yeah. the hockey jersey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, yeah and they, when they promoted it they had like the bunny wearing it and stuff like yeah. that like that was a crazy like i don't know i love pieces that are iconic i remember like the jersey people used to wear like uh the pants like you have on with the air forces yeah yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was the shit, bro and um so that another one would be like we just had uh the supreme scarface work jacket in that's another iconic piece. Oh, the work yeah. jacket? Yeah, the all-over work jacket. Um, That came out when I was in high school, and I remember I was, like, a big fiend for it. So um, having it in store was, like, so awesome. I remember the whole Scarface Yeah, the whole release. Scarface drop. It was like, it was bro, crazy. if you got that, you're different. You like, were the man, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> bro, but um, I guess, like, the most iconic stuff to me or, like, my favorite stuff would be stuff that's nostalgic or, like, iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, That kind of has history to it, you know what I mean? Um, Like an old SB. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. Old SBs. Like, we, we've had Purple Lobsters. We'd ha- we've had MF Dooms, Supreme Dunk Highs um someone brought us some gibsons the brown and pink ones like there's been some like really old iconic stuff like i love the new stuff but the old stuff like just nothing hits hits. yeah nothing hits like the old so fire bro so how okay so boom let's say i came into your establishment with like chicago ones right yeah heaters but you're like damn i really want these but like how do you determine that like do i keep this for myself or like this is for the business like how do you 
Like, is that hard? It is very hard. It happens every day, bro. Like, I always want to keep something because there's like people bring in some really good stuff. And you're like, damn, that's my like, size. Damn, that's my size. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, what's it called? So, with that, um, I kind of limit myself to how much I could keep for myself every week or not every week like every two weeks I've been very disciplined but in the beginning like it was really hard because I wasn't used to being around that much clothes that I would never see in my life before so it was easy to just be like all right this is mine like I got it for a good price like I'm keeping it like there's no yeah. other way so I guess I would say in the beginning it was hard but now that I've kind of been around clothes for a while it doesn't something needs to really be like hard to find and like really fire at the same time for it to like really spark me um so if it does that then yeah obviously i'm gonna keep it um and it depends the price too like if we got it for a really good price then i would have to pay out the store out with my own money kind of put that in and then uh, and then i could keep it yeah no yeah okay i feel you because i yeah. guess you're like you said you're around like in the beginning you weren't around so much heat but now you're just like I'm, you're, I'm used to this shit yeah yeah right so it really has to like spark me and then that'll kind of make me want to buy it but yeah i I, I used to want to try to like run a business where i could sell and buy clothes but i would always end up just like wearing them <laughs> like it's just so hard bro like it really it is, is for me and it's like i'm the type of guy like like i'm gonna wear it as soon as i buy it yeah yeah like, I, like i'll come out the dressing room like yo i'm paying with these on like i'm out yeah, when you buy something, there's nothing better than just like a new piece of clothing. You, I just want to wear it right now, bro. It's like instant gratification. Like it just like, it just feels great. Like putting it on real fast, um, or like the next day and stuff like that. When you buy stuff, do you buy it um with an outfit in mind already, or are you one of those shoppers that just buys it because you like it right there? Uh, it's usually both. Like yeah. if I buy it, it has to play both parts. Because I might see it, and I'm like, yo, this is so fire. But then I think before I buy it, like, yo, what can I even wear? Okay, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what do I already have that I could wear this with? Because if this is, like, some piece that's, like, nothing I could wear, then it has to be either a mad fire, a really, really good price. Or, like, I'm going to make, yeah, like you said, I'll make a fit for this and, like, expand my wardrobe for this. No, nah, definitely. Because, um, bro, there's some pieces out there. It's so freaking fire, right? But then it's, like what do I wear with it? Like, it's like, there'll be like, like it looks, you ever seen like something that looks good on the shelf, but it doesn't look good on someone else? Like, it's like um, that type of thing. Do you know those new balances that came out? It's like the water guide ones. Slay Bemberries? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I had in mind when I was talking about yeah. that. I, I saw them. You know, District 1, the Stormfront around 2? I was yeah. out there and they had them. I'm like, yo, those are really fire. Like, I want these. Yeah, but like, what, good are you, price. what are you even going to wear for, with them? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like you it's like you wear them. You can't wear them a lot. Mm. Or like they lose the, the, the sexiness of them. I don't know. <laughs> Bro. I guess, I'll, you know what I mean? Nah, like, definitely. you can't wear Chicago ones. Well, you can't wear You can, but like. Yeah, it kind of loses that feeling of, like, I'm wearing them. Like, this is crazy. Type yeah, thing. yeah. What's it called? What's your favorite colorway from the two of them? The New Balance? The water ones. The Oh, the blue joints? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that because they're, like, they're both loud. So yeah. I'm going to just go with the loudest one. <laughs> Fair Fuck enough, it. bro. So where would you say your love from, like, clothing really came from? Like, I know you said you were, like, a window shopper or whatever, but, like, was it some shit like your parents are into clothes or was it like, you know what I mean? You've seen them get fly or somebody you really know, like a homie or a cousin or just like YouTube type shit. Like you see people on YouTube, like, yo, this, this is fire. Like I've never like you weren't exposed to this, but 
Yeah. Um, the question was, where'd the love from clothes come where'd from? Where'd the love from clothes come from? Um, growing up, just like same with the sneaker YouTube, and then my boy Bradley that I was talking about earlier that helped me with the business. He would always get mad fly. Like I wish he was here right now because uh, I want to give him his props. But he would like know about different brands like way before me, and he would kind of like rock it. And then whenever I would see him, I'd be like, or he would post it on Instagram or Rocket when he saw me. And whenever I saw him, I'd be like, Yo, what the hell are you even wearing, bro? But it looked so cool on him. And so he definitely got me into um, different clothing, clothing, and like kind of appreciating brands at the same time. Um, and then also just like kind of also like social media like you just see people like really look fly in a in a post and you're like damn like <laughs> i think i could do that too you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. like it's just like in different artists as well like i would say like people like like like, like, like uzi yeah, like, i would say like asap rocky, oh, like, he's rocky like, yeah. yeah he's probably the king at that um definitely uzi started like fit picks definitely in like 2018 um mm -hmm. people like that like you just see it and it's all about like just feeling cool and feeling fly like it's like a yeah. good feeling when you really put an outfit together and then you're like, damn, like that really looks tough. You and you got the good photo. Nah, yeah. I definitely feel it's like, like it's kind of like, like a high. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's like um, y'all wanted to keep taking the best yeah. picks. But. It's just like a dopamine hit to you. Like, when yeah. you have, like every, you post a fly pick. Everybody's like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. Like, look those. at this yeah. fly guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those. Um, So I guess that's where like that kind of came from. That's yeah. fire. Okay. Next question. I was wondering, how do you determine pricing usually? Like, oh. like when you um, you know, get sh get new shit, whatever. Like, how do you determine pricing? Yeah, so it kind of depends with what the item is. So sneakers, obviously, there's like other places that you could get references from where other people are selling sneakers. So like, example would be StockX or Goat or eBay. Um, for new sneakers, I usually look at StockX price. Um, used sneakers probably Goat around there. Um, but the thing with with reading those markets, you kind of can't only look at like the price that it's listed for. So an example would be like those old dunks that people always sell nowadays. Um, they're always posted for like really, really fucking high. Like, yeah, like they're posted for like two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars. But then the demand for it would be like the. Uh, the the lowest ask like the the highest bid and so you could kind of compare those two numbers so let's say the ask the ask for the sneakers is like tw is like two thousand but then the demand for it is like four hundred then it's not really worth two thousand dollars it's so, just some old collector yeah, like, who's, you know what I mean yeah. so um so when we see that we're not gonna put that price for two thousand like we're gonna try and meet it around the ask where someone would actually buy it for um so with that um i kind of i want to always put it at stock x price or a little bit under to kind of give people a deal and like a reason to buy the sneaker mm -hmm. um so with sneakers that's how it goes with vintage uh usually it's kind of like depending on what type of tea it is so let's say like a 90s double-sided racing tee like those are usually on the market for like 100 120 around there um harley t is like kind of like the mid-tier stuff we put for like 30 to 45 depending on like how fire yeah how fire like the color all that stuff another way we determine prices you i go to like every store in jersey and i kind of look at how everybody else does their shit 
And so I'm kind of like, oh, he sells it for this and he's able to get it off for this. So that means we could get it off as well. So you kind of I kind of just like compare it to everyone else's as well. So it's kind of the pricing stuff kind of comes from everywhere. So, mm. yeah. No, yeah, I asked that because like usually I saw I was, th- I was going through your story and you had some pretty good price. Shit, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, appreciate it. Like that. it's good value. Another question I had, how does it what's it like when you deal with fakes do you ever come across that like fake shoes or yeah definitely like how Um, do you check for that like do you have something to check of course um so any sneaker spot that said they never got fakes they're lying like yeah fakes are too good yeah fakes. they're they're really just too good yeah everybody's been beat like everybody will admit that too and i've had like chicago ones yeah you know I, i cried really <laughs> yeah because they were they i got had got them for 600 chicago once 2013 bro literally worn once i'm like why why like sometimes when it's too good to be no true, this is before this is before like the jordan documentary and stuff yeah sometimes when it's too good to be true it's not true you know what i mean <laughs> but um that's the same with me i also got fake chicago's before like off depop they were like yeah me too off depop yeah Yo, we gotta stop same buying. guy yeah we gotta, <laughs> we gotta stop buying off depop but um what's it called so there was a uh, it was like listed for like two hundred dollars, and Chicago's go for like a thousand. So, yeah. and this was like twenty eighteen around there, like before I really know how to authenticate sneakers and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I saw that and I was just like, oh my god, two hundred! Like I'm definitely gonna cop that like right away. And then comes in super fugazi, like you could just smell it. Like it just smelled like oh, straight like from China plastic. or some shit. Yeah, yeah, straight Chinese. Like <laughs> it was crazy, but. With fakes, there's a lot of good ones nowadays um, that are very similar. But Nike, they do things in a way or when they like package their items and when they like kind of manufacture their items, they do it in a special way that's only Nike and that you could and that companies kind of can't replicate fully, like completely. So there's a lot of things to check for. Um, A lot of people, what we do a lot, we use the black light. I don't know if you've ever. Oh yeah, yeah. I got put into that after I bought fake shoes. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I had also off white like fives. Which color? The white ones. The white ones. Okay. Yeah. What are those sales? Uh yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You you said you had a fake one. Yeah. Really? Damn. Yeah. Who sold it to you? Just like someone random. Yeah, some dude in New York. And the thing is, they came with a receipt. Yeah. They like could throw how- that fake receipt in there. Yeah. I, that, you see what I mean? Like, how do you even? It's so crazy. Fake receipt from Kiss yeah oh really yeah well i don't you see what i mean like i couldn't believe it until i I got i got i went into a store they're like yo champ these ain't it (laughs) i'm like what you mean bro drove 40 minutes damn but yeah with um what's it called with the fakes um another good way is the first good way is the black light so if you put the black light on it and like stitch marks come up and like all and like different little chinese symbols come up and stuff like that then it's like automatically fixed so you would put that on the sneaker you would put it on different spots in the box that could possibly have like a little chinese stamp and that kind of tells you like um that it's definitely fake another way to check um especially like jordan one three fours all that stuff is you kind of like press i wish i had a sneaker right now you kind of press like in on the midsole and if it like and if it's a new sneaker and it presses in too easily then uh it's definitely a fake because the the ones that come from the factory are like really sturdy so they shouldn't like fold in on you really fast and there's other different ways like you could check the stitching on the inside you could check the label um you could check the the box label as well it'll like have different things on there um yeah just like a lot of different ways um 
I learned how to authenticate from a lot a lot I'll shout I'll shout out a couple of stores like my boy Fine Curate in Jersey City definitely helped me. Uh his name's Anthony. He definitely f- helped me on like how to authenticate like the really big sneakers. Whenever I need help, I kind of h- hit him up when it's like a high tier sneaker with a lot of money on the line. Um, my boy RV and Rahway helped me a lot. And then also just like literally YouTubing how to authenticate sneakers. That helped me a lot as well. Um, there's like a ton of videos. There was actually a good one by, um, I think it was Limited Supply in New Brunswick. I don't know if you've ever been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dropped a really good one. It was on like a, I think it was a Chicago Off-White. But yeah, um, yeah, there's like a lot of videos that would uh, that helped me as well with um, how to finding out how to do that. So you said you like know a lot of people because of the business you're in. Mm-hmm. How do you meet these people? Like you said, you met RV. I know his store, mm-hmm. right? Like how did you meet him or like other people just uh, like through buying and selling? Yeah, so I would just go in there and when I first started and I would kind of just tell him like about our business and that we're, oh, we're like a buy, sell, trade as well. We're starting up, like all that stuff. And uh, we would just do like trades. Like I'm in there like two times a week type shit, like bringing in sneakers that I got for the low, trading it to him to get like something more high tier. A lot of a lot of times that's how I would get more product when I was first starting off. So I would have like some uh, I would a lot of times I would have something in my own closet that was high tier. And so I would trade it in, get a lot of store credit and then get like a bunch of mid tier stuff to like flip again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, um, so that's kind of how I would do it in those stores. And then just from coming in so many times and just talking about sneakers and politics and everything with them um that's how i became cool with them um and then they just introduced me to other people and it's kind of just a snowball effect and that's kind of how you have to be in the sneaker reselling vintage game is you just have to know like a lot of people because that's how people get their product um they have connections in like Foot Locker. they have connections in like wherever to like because this game is all about like getting the product and who you know yeah if you can't you can't resell anything unless you have the product you know what i mean that people want so knowing as much people as you can they'll put you they'll give you the information to like get that product basically um so yeah it's definitely like a uh an important thing to like know a bunch of people in that um in that in that like uh market that's my fire to be honest yeah also i was gonna say um uh, you said you go to like you're gonna go to an event after this right yeah so do you always find yourself like looking for the next event to go to or like how to grow your business yeah um so i try and do one every i'd say like month or two just to kind of switch it up on my routine because i kind of have like a routine where like i do the thursday friday saturday sunday appointments mm-hmm. and then sometimes it could get a little bit like too that's like a drop uh spin the mic real quick Oh yeah, my bad. Um, so sometimes it could get a little bit too like um, repetitive for me. So I just want to add something in there that like kind of spices it up and like um, doing going to these sneakers, these like events kind of switches it up for me where I have to sell in like a different atmosphere than just my basement because I could get too comfortable down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of why I do that. I also do it because there's just those are like big mingling events for like resellers and everything like that so you get to meet other people you get to um do business with other people and it's also awesome because people could come and shop with me and not make an appointment 
so a lot of times like people hit me up and they they want to come like right now but i'm like damn we're booked for the day so it's awesome to just tell people like oh yeah i'm at this event like just pull up on me like no appointment needed um so that's pretty cool too um how do you decide what to bring to an event because uh, you have so much shit, right yeah i try and bring like try and, i i would say at those events you kind of have to showcase like your best stuff definitely um just so you could get your name out there so i try and bring like the most heat that we have or like the stuff that i think will sell fast i also try and bring like sneakers that have been sitting for us for a little bit and so you could put that down people will like give or people will come through like give offers and then you could just get rid of it since it's been like sitting in our store for a while so it's a good way to like get rid of bricks in a way as well um so yeah i kind of bring everything when i go there but predominantly i'm trying to bring like the most like the most fire shit definitely that sounds again mad cool (laughs) (laughs) nah it really does though yeah because like it shows that you really care are you in it for the long term you would say oh yeah definitely definitely um eventually i want to get into a storefront um i love the appointment stuff um and i'm kind of in the middle right now of if i want to keep it appointment or keep it into like turn it into like an actual store store but um i'm definitely in it for the long run i like love what i do like seeing new product every day that i'm like that i've been feeding for when since i was little and um just getting it out there and getting it out to the people and having them like say oh i got this from chain of command like it's like a, such a fulfilling um kind of like feeling yeah feeling yeah yeah so uh what's it called definitely in it for the long run well yeah i mean what were some moments you just say you were like damn like i'm actually doing this like was it was it when you hit a certain number of followers or like you hit some certain product or you met people yeah that you were like damn like i'm really doing this like i'm really uh a seller like yeah there was a couple of times like like people you you knew on instagram but didn't really know in person like you always follow them like kind of i guess more clouded people mm-hmm. like they would come through the store they would hit me up and be like oh do you have this and i'd be like damn we're like really reaching people like on instagram and stuff like that and that kind of started around like probably like six months into like when we started it because um whenever people would come they would be like really supportive like people always like repost us and like show hell like tremendous amount of love that i'm like mad appreciative of um and that's really how like we got really popping is because it's really like a word of mouth thing like people like um what's it called whenever they come through they i feel like they always tell a friend and then a, i ask and then someone else will come in and i'll be like how did you guys find out about us and they always know it from another friend which i think is really cool um so it just showed that like people were like um like spreading the word i guess about chain of command and um that's kind of the like once um like people like that started coming in i was like oh yeah like i guess we're out there now you know? yeah like this is something like yeah. we're on to something it was pretty cool um and then definitely obviously like the follower account like you know that like more eyes are on you and stuff like that um i would go to, to different events and like people would say oh yeah i follow you and stuff like that which and then i would kind of know like oh yeah we're, we're definitely out there so yeah what's it like um running the business you have also having a girlfriend is it hard uh <laughs> yeah that's funny um 
I would say maybe in the beginning it was a little bit hard because it was such a switch up for us. Um, How long have you and her been together? Uh, I've been dating her since uh, December 2018. So it's been like three years and a little bit. Um, but yeah, yo, she's the best, by the way. Um, but it was a little bit hard in the beginning because it was such a big change. Like uh, we would be together like most of the time and everything like that. And now I have to put a lot of time into the store. Um, so it was kind of it was kind of like a, a little rough patch in the beginning. But she's been super supportive like this whole time, like help. She comes she even comes with me to like when I go thrifting or when I go looking for product and stuff like that. Um, what's it called? Uh, so, yeah, it. In the beginning, it was rough, but now we kind of like managed it and we and she kind of understands like that I need to put a lot of time into it. But we definitely make a lot of time for each other um, whenever I can as well. Um, so, yeah, that was really nice. Yeah. And uh, well, before camera, you were telling me that you were going to school. Do you still go to school? Yeah. So this is my last semester now. I go to uh, Kane University for business. Um, I'm really in that space where I kind of just go to like to finish right now or your fourth quarter yeah like right there um but once i finish that i'm excited because i'll have a lot more time for the store and i'll have a lot more time to put into things like youtube and my relationships and everything like that because right now i'm like on a real time crunch mm -hmm. so once once that gets done like i'm really excited for like um what's to come with the store um i know we have like we have a website plan to drop um mid-march and I'm I want to look I want to start looking into like different properties so, um to get into a store and stuff like that, um so yeah there's like a lot of stuff coming up once that finishes. Be honest, do you plan on using your degree, or oh, do you <laughs> do you feel like well it's different? I understand. The only reason I ask because like you're different. Like you have something going for you before you finish school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Opposed to someone who's like yo once I might once I get my degree I'm gonna finally. That's use, a good question. You know what I mean? Um definitely not going to use my degree um but it's a good backup yeah it's a good backup to have um but and kind of just to get off your bucket list type shit where it's like oh yeah i have a degree um but definitely not going to use it i would say to anybody that has a business or has a brand that they're starting up and you're like still in high school this isn't the best advice but i would say like um, if you're really looking to take a step forward and you're really about your craft and you're really about your business and you're passionate about it, then you really don't need college because in this day and age, like it's all about like social media and getting your name out there. Once people know your name and stuff or once people know your name, then it's like then you could go wherever you want to go. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah. But in the day of social media, there's like so many things that you could do to kind of promote your business and get it out there. So um if you really focus on that aspect and sharpen your craft at the same time, then there's really no need to like work a nine to five. If, but you have to really like, you can't half step at all. You know what I mean? You have to be yeah. like full throttle. So yeah. No, yeah, they, that makes sense. I heard some one dude say one time, he's like, if you want to do, if you want to be a part-time entrepreneur, you're going to get part-time money. Yeah, definitely. So I definitely like definitely. see what you're saying by that. Mm -hmm. You got you can't be like one foot in, yeah. one foot out. You but it's be not, two feet in. It's not for everybody, definitely. No, um, yeah. Like entrepreneurship, like when you start your own business, it's like you don't know where to you're, begin. You're working twenty four seven. Like once the ball gets rolling and everything like that, like there's not a second you're you're not working. Like um, I saw the I saw this quote one time. It was like uh. 
it was like I gave up I gave up my nine to five I gave up my nine to five to work twenty four seven. It was like an entrepreneurship mm. quote. And I was like, damn, that's kinda true. But like you reap the benefits of what you do. Like the more the better moves you make, the harder you work, the better the um outcome is gonna be for you. So it's all about if you're really about it. Like you can't that like I said before, you definitely can't half step in entrepreneurship. But that's why like I feel like that's why um that's why entrepreneurship is the best because it's like the more you put in the more you get out kind of so yeah um besides opening your own store soon uh what are some other things you feel like long term you'd want to like cross off your bucket list hmm like would you make a merch line for your thing Oh yeah, we were definitely looking into that. Um, that would be really cool, actually, to have a merch line. Mm. Um, that's definitely something. The website, I definitely want to get up like a successful website. I feel like that's a totally different ballpark than having a successful like in-store um, crowd. Is a good like online presence? Yeah, definitely. Like having having people even know. The hard thing about the website is having people know about it. I feel like. Um, Cause that's, cause pe- if people don't know about it, then no one's going to be on the website. You know what I mean? Word. So, um, getting that out there and like having consistent drops and stuff like that. Cause, uh, I know a, pe- a lot of people in this, in like the vintage or not vintage, but just like the resale world that have started websites and have told me that like, oh, it's really good in the first month, but then it's hard to keep people coming back to the website and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the, it really, the website really has to be like attractive and stuff like that. And like, you have to be like posting new stuff consistently. Like it's kind of like posting like a YouTube video or posting content and stuff like that. So you just have to kind of like keep people coming back. So I guess that would be like my next big goal is having like a really good website. Um, would you ever I'll, take like the round two route and like have open a store in LA? I was, yeah, I was about to touch that too. Like that would be crazy too. If we were able to like the, make more stores in different cities and stuff like that but that's way in the future Mm -hmm. like um but that would be another thing to like check off the bucket list have like another store in a different city um what else would be a bucket list moment um kind of just like like celebrities pull up to your shit like ASAP Rocky's like yo, I'm trying to. That would be crazy. Like yo, open up the store for me, yo. I'm trying to. Yeah, in the end, I'm I'm kind of in it. You watch UFC? Mm, not too much, but yeah. a little bit. I'm kind of in it. Well, uh, I said that because I remember Khabib. I don't know if you know Khabib. Yeah, I know Khabib. Met off. Yeah, yeah. He's always like, I'm in it for a legacy, like, not <laughs> no money like that. Like, yeah, that's kind of me too. Like I kind of just want to get our name out there, and like whenever people talk about Chain of Command, like it's like a positive thing. And um, that's really like my main goal out of it. So once we get our name out there and everything like that, and people know that we're established and stuff, that's when I'll really feel like, oh yeah, this was successful. So that's like probably top tier bucket list. That's valid. How do you keep up with all the new releases and like, you know what I mean? All the, like, you know how there's always new shoes dropping every week. Mm -hmm. There's always new clothing. How do you always keep up with what's new? And like, is there ever something that comes in through the store and you're like, yo, what is this? I've never seen. Yeah, this. definitely. Definitely. So Nike drops a new sneaker like every day, basically. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Like the like new- one shade different from yeah. the other. Yeah. No, diff- no, like for real. So um, what's it called? They uh, 
they drop something new every day so it's kind of hard to keep up sometimes like i really sometimes i won't know the name or sometimes i need to look it up on StockX or something like that but really keeping up with it it's like follow what i do is i follow a lot of sneaker pages that talk about the different drops that are coming out and kind of talk about like what the value is going to be once they come out um so that's a good way to keep up with it sometimes i just whenever i have free time i'm just looking at StockX or goat or something like that and then they usually say oh yeah this is dropping or you're looking at sneakers app and they're saying like oh yeah this is dropping and then also just like having conversations with resellers they're like oh yeah this is coming out in two weeks like this one's gonna hit different like this is gonna be like an expensive one like definitely like invest into this there's another uh i don't know if you know on youtube common hype they're like another sneaker uh, i want to say yeah yeah so i kind of watch them sometimes and they kind of give like Oh yeah, this is the sneaker trend to look out for. So one thing that they kind of said recently was buy any sneaker with a white toe box. And those usually sell like black and white dunks or like that like Syracuse St. Michigan mm-hmm. or uh like the St. college John's looking stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like stuff like that. So um they kind of tell you which ones are gonna hit and which ones aren't to stay away from and stuff like that. Um so yeah, there's like a bunch of ways that I kinda like keep up with it. But it's basically like social media is the best way to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. That sounds mad good. Yeah. But uh, I was gonna also ask you. Well, I don't want to keep going back, but I'm also I, don't, I I'm still mad curious to know about like who you, like I know we talked about the business, but like who were like who were you? Like you said you were a soccer player, like mad committed. That's all you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that change? Like, what made you stop playing soccer? And then, like, you know what I mean? Are you are you still playing soccer or what? Uh, I haven't played in, like, two years, but I watch. Like, Same. <laughs> I, I watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are talking about that. I watch all the time, though. Like, I love, like, English Premier League. I love. Oh, like, yeah. Or, yeah. like, the Champions League. Oh, my God. Champions League is, like, nutty, bro. Like, great, great soccer tournament right there. But, um, yeah, I watch it a lot. I haven't played in a while, but. Yeah, I used to be, like, a full-time athlete. Like, that was, like, my main thing. Um, the switch kind of happened, I guess, when I ma- when I started my first job. Like, it was weird. Like, I feel like I got, like, addicted to kind of, like, kind of, like, making money. It was weird. Like, I started my first pizza job. It was our first job at a pizzeria. So sometimes I would do deliveries and, like, just, like, making money and stuff like that. I was I kind of got away from, like, um focusing on like sports and everything like that and i was kind of like oh yeah let me start thinking about the future and how i'm going to invest and everything like that um and like kind of like my career path i started really thinking about like the real world instead of just and how old were you when you got your first job uh 16 17 yeah uh yeah 17 yeah so pizzeria how did you get the job uh i just walked in and asked like is it like a corporate is it like a domino's or no no it's called mario's famous and roselle and it was just like this little shack right by my house and i would just always walk there and like be a fat ass and fucking get (laughs) like two pepperoni slices and then one day they had a help wanted and i was just like oh yeah like let me start like um let me start making money and it kind of like stemmed from like wanting to buy like all the clothes you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like from the mall and shit yeah that's why i asked this question because like i remember i used to get a job because I was like, yo, like I want to get the next Supreme job. I want to get like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want to have my own money to do my own shit. Mm-hmm. So that it was kind of it. Like, uh, I feel like I got addicted to like just making money and like getting clothes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and 
once that happened i kind of gave up on the soccer. i didn't give up on the soccer stuff but, but you just, took a like, different route yeah it just like didn't interest me as much anymore because from the soccer stuff like like you have to be like really really fucking good to like continue doing or you could do it as a passion but like to fully fully do it all the time like it wouldn't be worth it unless you're gonna be like a d1 athlete or you're gonna be like in the mls or something like that mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i knew that wasn't gonna be my route so i had to like switch it up and like think more into the future of like what's gonna work for me so that's kind of when uh when i stopped doing the soccer stuff but i definitely love it and i still love it today like i think that's the best sport in the world like i, really I think internationally yeah yeah definitely like yeah. in america i know soccer is growing in america mm -hmm. but like you know there's still football and basketball but i think internationally soccer is the best sport in the world oh yeah hell yeah you know the world cup this uh winter I'm or is it qatar, qatar yeah. yeah it's really disappointing that it's in the winter time because it kind of just switch it you know that right no it's in the winter yeah no cap in the winter sadly because in qatar in the summertime it gets way too hot like unplayable and it sucks because people were like Com or like soccer teams were complaining like oh yeah let's not go to qatar because we want to keep it in the summer like that's like a tradition for mm -hmm. world cup you know what i mean but they kind of like locked it in they had a lot of bread in it already so they kind of couldn't pull out so they they moved it to december when it's like better weather and stuff like that but yeah that's, wow i didn't i didn't know they moved crazy. it when yeah. they moved it like recently or uh when they announced it i think it was like 2018 or 2019 they made that oh move. damn i'm yeah. mad <laughs> something like that yeah I remember hearing about it, but yeah, it sucks. But I still, yeah, that's the best like soccer tournament. It's like a honestly, it's like one of my bucket list things to go to a World Cup game. Really? Yeah. You know what's gonna be? Because like you go to travel for it, you get a real experience with people who are there on the same energy as you. Yeah, you know it's gonna be in the USA in 2026. Oh yeah, I'm in that, there. Yeah, me too. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm in there. They're definitely having a game by here. Yeah, definitely. They're gonna have one at like MetLife for yeah. Red Bull. Yeah, we'll be there. Yeah, yeah what's the next to each other? <laughs> Sweets. <laughs> uh okay uh you said like your store is still in your basement mm -hmm. so what do your parents think of it like do they like like that you have your own business going do they don't like that people come in and out the basement like what do you that's a really good question actually um so in the beginning it used to actually be in my room so people would have to walk through the living room and go up the stairs and walk past uh -huh. their bed and stuff like that so they were mad as hell like yeah at first i didn't really tell them that it was going to be like this big or this serious of a business so they kind of took it as like oh he's having friends over again you know what i mean but um once like more and more people started to come they're like yo like what the hell and so we had this free spot in the basement with like it was literally nothing in it like we would just put like storage or whatever and i begged them i was like please like let's please move it down here um it was also like a covid thing like they were like we don't want to be in contact with your customers and stuff like that yeah that makes sense yeah so um i was i was super thankful for that mm -hmm. that they even let me do that or that like, you even have a space there yeah we even had a space there and then most most importantly that they kind of believed in me and like allowed me to do what i wanted to do um because i know a lot of kids like it's hard it's hard to like explain to their parents like that they're gonna take the next big step in like um entrepreneurship or whatever they want to do um, because it kind of falls out of line with what um, our parents other, want yeah, or what they, they were raised in yeah, to believe they're, in. They're used to like nine to fives and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, especially like their generation, like people that grew up in like the 60s, 70s, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, it's definitely like it was definitely weird for them in the beginning um, that this was going on. But once they saw us like 
have more people and they they kind of saw me like um being like more successful they were they definitely started jumping on board and i even got them like into sneakers a little bit like Bruh. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah whenever something comes in i'll be like yo dad look at this like do you like it and he knows like what a jordan one is now and he knows really? like what a jordan four is yeah so it's like pretty cool that's what i love about shoes like anybody yeah. could like like shoes nah definitely that's it's so it's universal yeah that's, that's the word took the word yeah, my definitely like, like like my mom I'll, i got her like the crimson one like the pink crimson one sense yeah, the yeah. ones, mm -hmm. pink ones. I got her for her birthday, and like she doesn't know what that is, but she saw. She, she was saw, definitely geeked. Yeah, cause well, she you know she she's it's pink, so she was like, whoa, like this is this is so nice, and like she had she used to show me like girls on Instagram, like oh, what are these shoes they're wearing? Like they're so nice, like I want them, That's I want so cool. them. So I got her those, and like she'd go, to, she doesn't like know like the value of them. Well, she appreciates them, but like they don't really know how much they go for. Like, like she wears them to the gym. Wow. Like, she'll run in them, like, and people will come up to her in the gym, like, oh, my God, like, you're wearing those? Like, she's like, yeah, these are nice, right? My son bought them for me. That's so funny. Yeah, nah. People, no. like, it's not to cut you off, but people will come up to her and be like, yo, like, are you selling those? No way. Like, at the gym one time, some dude <laughs> some, some dude was like, yo, those are nice. Like, are Bro, you selling them? It was probably me. <laughs> 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 <Just like> that. <laughs> wow, you try to do it, like, buy stuff off people? Oh yeah, all the time. Whenever really? people come in and they're wearing some really flash shit, I'm like, like how much off the body? I've gotten people to like sell sneakers off their feet before. Like, so what did they go home and shoot? Uh, socks? The plastic bags we give them, yo. Um, I gotta respect that. Yeah. though. <laughs> I, I'm the same way though, because like I said earlier, like I'll buy something and it's like I buy it now. Like if I see nice clothing off someone, I dead ask them to say, "Like y'all buy it off you right now." Like, yeah. There was this one time. Uh, this one kid. Uh, my boy Jay Will, he came through and there was a trap. He's a size 13. So people with big feet know, like, if you're a size 13, it's so hard to find your size. Like, because it's like a hard size to invest in because not too many have people have that. Do you know, uh, do you know what Urban Necessities is? The yeah. store? Mm -hmm. I see, he posted a YouTube video where he spent like a million dollars at SneakerCon. I saw that one. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Did you see the beginning of the video? all straight size 13 shoes of every grail shoe like quagmire sbs like hella shit and he's like you know why i bought all these because they're size 13 let me yeah. know next time you see these yeah dude, and it's straight heaters never gonna dead see stock 13s yeah so um we had the travis so back to what i was saying with um j will we had the size he's a size 13 so we had the travis scott jordan 6 the british khaki like the brown colorway mm -hmm. in his size and like you just never see it in that size and so um he had like the I don't know if you know the topes like the brown Jordan fours, brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he had those on, and he was like really contemplating the thirteen, the the uh, the Travis Scott sixes, and I was like, yo, like to get some bread off of that, like you want to sell the sneakers on your feet right now, <laughs> and like, bro, he wanted them so bad, he sold me the sneakers and like left, and he sold me the sneakers and like left with plastic bags on his feet holding the Jordan uh, sixes. It was like awesome. It was an awesome moment. Like it really shows like the demand for a sneaker these days that's crazy yeah that you would like get what's on your feet off and like just to get the new ones in it was cool cool moment yeah i, I like that there's still moments like that out there you know yeah so when there's like new release drops do you ever even bother to go for um or like do you feel like the bots got you like there's no point 
Yeah, I haven't had the best luck. I'm not gonna lie with sneakers app. I definitely try and get it, but um, you're like, it's gonna come to the store eventually. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's basically like what I think. Like, um, what's it called? Uh, there's like I feel like there's two different types of resellers. The resellers that go to the mall, get it that day, and flip it super quick. And then there's kind of like us, where we're kind of like more of a store where we wait for people to sell it to us. Um, so I'm definitely that second type. And um, so there's not really like a super like um i'm not like super pressed to get it that first day because i know it's gonna come in the next week you know what i mean mm -hmm. like we're eventually gonna get the sneaker yeah so yeah um uh but yeah with that uh i was also gonna say i peeped at your instagrams like at six thousand almost like six thousand followers now like how do you how do you feel about that like what was it like when you got your first thousand when we first got our when like, we got our first thousand, that was like a great night. Like me and my bro me and my boy Bradley, like we were so happy. We felt so accomplished. Um It was like, yeah, I don't know what it is about that number. It's just such a clean number, one thousand. So seeing that on your Instagram, like it was pretty awesome feeling. And it was kinda just like a milestone. A, yeah, now we're kinda out there kind of thing, you know what I mean? Um but for but for six thousand, I'm definitely excited for it because whenever we hit a like a thousand number we do like a sale so we do like like kind of to give back to the people so we we do like 25 percent off tees like 10 percent off sneakers like we always have a sale so i'm excited to do that because that also gives us a little promo and like has like new people come in because they want to see the sale and stuff like that no that's um, a good idea honestly it really is a good idea yeah definitely um but yeah hitting those milestones is definitely like an accomplishment like it's like a ah oh, yes like we finally hit it like it was like it was like bound to happen type thing. Damn. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> you good, you good. <laughs> uh but yeah, to get back on track. Nah yeah. Honestly, uh I feel like I got another question, but I kinda brain farted right there. Nah, you good, you good. It's uh it's early in the morning tonight today. <laughs> yeah, this is the earliest <laughs> I've been bro, I've been brain farting this whole time. Like I'm like I was like half asleep, bro. Half hung over too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, this is really the earliest I ever woke up for a podcast. Yeah, that's so fun. But I had to make it happen. Nah, definitely. I, I honestly I appreciate I, you. I appreciate you for even like uh, wanting to like do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I was telling him before um, we started. I I love podcasts. Like so, I'm really excited to be on this one. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like I feel like people usually tell me that like once you're on the podcast and you actually like podcasts, mm -hmm. it's like a no brainer. It's like yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna go on it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I feel like podcasts, it's like you get to explain the full thought or like the full story. Like a lot of times, people will do interviews and do like a quick question, and the response is only like a minute or two or something like that. But with podcasts, you could kind of start with like something something like deep and then just kind of explain like the whole thought like with like stories and everything like that so yeah podcasts are awesome it's like good that you're doing one it's like awesome <laughs> thanks yeah. it's good yeah it is good no nah, also yeah like i like to like i like to pick brains you know no nah, yeah definitely. I, I like to like ask the questions like definitely definitely but yeah honestly most of this podcast i really just thought off the top of my head like i like i didn't prepare yeah. any questions and I was going to say, you, the more you do them, the better you're going to get, too. Yeah, that's, like, why, that's you guys why I did have, it. You guys have only done, like, what, 30 or 40 of them? Or nah, like, you're going to be number, like, 15. 15? Yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, you're already pretty good at it then. Oh, yeah. You're only, you're only gonna get better, so that's that's good for you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, I, well, honestly, another thing, I'm about to wrap it up. But I just mm-hmm. want to say one more thing though. I feel like you were mentioning earlier how like the gratification you get from like helping people and, and giving stuff out, like. W- like it just brings me to ask like so you never thought like little you would see like like 13 year old you would think like yo i'm gonna have like my own business one day like you never thought you'd be an entrepreneur uh like you always thought like yo i'm gonna go to school and get a job definitely i thought because that's kind of how you were raised growing up you know what i mean like people always say like oh yeah you got to get the you got to learn how to speak in a job interview you got to learn you know they get you ready for like the nine to five and stuff like that so growing up i was definitely thinking that i was going to do that but uh yeah i would never think that i was going to be an entrepreneur it was like super random um it kind of happened out of the blue um but i think it happened for a lot of people especially during covid because everybody was just not doing anything so everybody started doing their own projects like I don't know, like after COVID, I feel like so many brands like began and so many different people started getting into reselling or like starting their own business. Yeah. Anything like that. Um, Just because you got time to think about it and stuff like that. And I was I was kind of in that same boat. Um, So I guess I have to kind of give it to COVID for like giving me the <laughs> shout out COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> but like, yeah, um, I definitely had time to think about it and get my mind away from like everything else like school work and whatnot and like kind of think about my future and then that that allowed me to like be like oh yeah i could definitely get into entrepreneurship and i'm not gonna half step about it Nah, yeah i feel like well from your story that you told me today i feel like you're kind of like destined for this because like <laughs> there's little things that happen to you that i feel like oh yeah that kind of you know makes sense like like just working at pax on being managing a store running a store yeah from the fact that you had a little open space in your basement that like fits perfectly word right yo you're kind of weirding me out right now yo maybe maybe it was destiny yo i mean look what you're at now you know nah definitely um eventually soon your own store like hopefully that'll definitely be awesome man um maybe it is destiny i don't know but uh it looks like yeah hopefully the future's even brighter than than it is right now yeah and uh, I think on that note, that right just about wraps it up, honestly. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for coming on, bro. I Easily. I'm not going to say this is the best episode ever, but this is a really good episode. <laughs> <laughs> this was a really good episode. Just Sadly, kidding. my boy Darren wasn't here. I know he had... He, for every question I have, he has like 10. So That's funny. So I... Nah, yeah. I see the way you guys bounce off each other. Yeah. Interview, so. so, yeah. Hopefully... Maybe we're done in the future. Another part two with my boy Darian. Hopefully, maybe bro. in your store ne- when next time we do this. Yo, I'm a text away. Right <laughs> yeah, you I'm know down. that, bro. But uh, yeah, on that note, thank you everyone for stepping into the break room. <laughs>